Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, that's the number, you know the drill, you can uh, call in anytime, but I likely won't pick up, so those three calls that are all starting off my show, you're not going to hijack my show, so I just want to let you know, I have a uh, number of stories that are important to people that they want to talk to, uh, and the prioritization of that is of utmost importance. Uh, first and foremost, we want to go ahead and uh, uh, put Rush Limbaugh in our prayers. He gave a cancer update uh, earlier today, and things do not look good. Uh, so the cancer has continued to progress, so I hope that each and every one of you keep uh, Rush Limbaugh uh, in your prayers. And uh, uh, I know that this is just one of those times we think of a lot of different things, um, and how important our health is uh, to all of us, especially during this uh, COVID-19 uh, year. But this is a, you know, a guy who was recognized for his excellence in broadcasting over the last, you know, umpteen years, and uh, by the president on that uh, great speech that Donald Trump, that State of the Union speech that uh, Nancy Pelosi tore up, and uh, that we had on February 5th, uh, about 20 days. Uh, before the corona D, Dad must go to my left. Dad, how are you? Uh, I'm well, sir. Uh, speaking of health, uh, driving in today on the uh, on the freeway, I-25, uh, extreme was it extreme danger, COVID extreme risk spread, COVID risk emergency, COVID ex- danger extreme. Yeah, that's so. That's just a way for, a way to keep terrorizing the population with the electronic signs. I love I love that. So uh, before we get started on you know the national stuff, which we have a direct connection to Hunter Biden, and we're really going to start delving into all of that. Um, as I told you, we have, you know, this all this stuff has been taking place right here in Albuquerque, believe it or not, folks. Uh, another thing, don't trust the FBI. <laughs> That's what we can tell you. I'm sure you've seen that article that I uh, sent you down. Yes, yes, I know indeed. that uh, it's got to make you angry. Um, I've gone to the FBI not once but twice with the information that I have received, uh, and they have, Actually, one of the agents was responsive once, um, but nothing was ever done, and that actually turned into something. Oh. And um, we'll talk about that, too. Okay, so let's, let, let's start by setting out Thursday. We'll have all the breakdown for the presidential debate. All right, Biden has confirmed that he will be at the final president debate, uh, which is going to be this Thursday. Uh, you can just feel the pool. You can feel, like, the undertow just taking us all in right now. You know, it's happening to you. It's happening to your families. You guys are, you know, everyone is at each other's throats right now. I mean, this weekend, you know, uh, one of my cousins, aunts, I don't know how the hell I'm related to her. But I, all I know is I don't want them to contact me again. Um, like, my phone kept blowing up, you know, and I'm out, and I expressly, explicitly, you know, you know, like, I don't want, and I'm like, who keeps calling me? Who keeps calling me? And it's my cousin, who I haven't talked to in ages, she's like, you need to take that post down off of your Facebook. And I'm like, really? Well, here we go. <laughs> really? Is this, is, this, is this also like you probably tell your daughter that you need to go ahead and vote blue or else, or you need to hate Donald Trump or else? I mean, just the amount of intimidation and bullying by family members. And, you know, it was my cousin who, you know, is a, you know she's, she's been in the media here for a long time, working in the, in the public uh, sector, of course, and she's bullying her daughter. 
or her granddaughter to tell her to to suggest that hey vote blue you know yeah. here's here's her first year of voting blue I'm like come on just let people vote I mean I think people need to stay away from the intimidation I saw Channel Seven do the very same thing they did a, a fair amount of bullying on oh look at all the people who were turning out and then they brought this Dallas Cowboy Democrat out front and. You know, they're saying, well, you know, Donald Trump has had his time. It's time for him to go ahead and move on. I'm like, are, are you kidding? Is this, this, is this fair and balanced coverage there? And then he had a woman with a giant pink Planned Parenthood uh, short, shirt on. And I'm like, okay, well, we can really see the bias that's, that's going on in the news media. So, you know, I want to encourage you, you know, everybody to recognize what your media is doing, how they're gaslighting you, um, how they're going to all predetermine what's going to come out of this uh, presidential debate uh, on Thursday. Stay calm. Stay even. Yeah, uh, beautiful rallies uh, down in southern New Mexico, Lee County. Good job on those guys. Uh, the Felder numbers terrain. looking pretty okay. Yeah, the, we'll get to those in a yep, moment. Yep. And uh, we're looking at, uh, a, I don't know, the, a, a line about 10, 12 miles long of Trump flag after Trump flag after Trump truck. And, you know, nice turnout there. Nice turnout in Alamogordo with the people who are out there. Uh, nice turns out. Uh, nice turnout out north, and a number of uh, good meetings that were happening uh, behind enemy lines, uh, so to speak. You know, the Democrats can't stop what's coming across this country. It's interesting because there's states like Michigan and Wisconsin uh, where the Republican turnout is actually higher than the Democrat. Yet here we have, you know, voter suppression that is really happening by way of putting out those polls saying that all these races are completely and totally. You know, out of, out of the question right now. And I don't necessarily think that's the case. The Republican Party of the State of New Mexico just announced that they have made 2.7 million contacts. Okay? And that's by way of the Trump campaign. I shouldn't put that on RPNM. That isn't Steve Pearson and Issa doing it. That's the, the group that's actually getting paid 40-plus people. You know, they've got a monthly budget, rough, rough, um, a budget burn of 300000 RPNM couldn't even raise $300,000 in a month. I mean, clear, clear. that's all just uh, Trump money that's coming in. Uh, to do that, state parties oh. too busy running away from their standard bearer. Yeah, and too fighting with it, too much fighting with each other. I mean, I don't know if it's McCluskey or Steve Pierce mm -hmm. or Suzanne. Like, like you guys, it, the Republicans, you guys just need to clear all these guys out. Seriously, get rid of all of them. And all these candidates, if they don't win, it doesn't matter who they are. Just get rid of them. It's time to recycle these guys out. You can't keep running these retreads over and over. But I digress. So, so good contact being made right now by uh, Donald Trump. I'd like to see him here. I mean, he's. He keeps making his way over here, yep. and, but I've heard literally nothing as to when he or if he's going to stop uh, here in New Mexico. Uh, we see the writings of Joe Monahan. Joe continues to you know, press on with you know, how bad it's going to be, uh, how much bluer the state is, is going to look, how much bigger the Democrat uh, turnout is going to be. I, I have to say, when you look at the CD2 race and you look at uh, five commercials from Zoshitil Taurus for every one that comes out for Yvette Harrell, I mean, mm. that's a little bit daunting. And mm -hmm. we, but, but then you see the huge turnout in Alamogordo in southern New Mexico, then you're like, well, you're very happy about that. Yeah. So just some of my uh, thoughts that I just want to put out there on everything as we wait for this Thursday. We'll have all the coverage. It's likely that I'll probably do several um, shows that will run until 8, 9, 10 o'clock, uh, probably from here all the way through Election Day and probably the election week. So I imagine the next three weeks 
we'll have marathon shows of everything from candidates to to coverage to news that we have to catch up on and just we'll just keep hitting it more and more and more and it'll we'll, we'll keep it as live as we possibly can as well as all the breaking news that's coming from Fox News, Hannity, Laura, and, uh, of course, Tucker Carlson. So uh, here's the topics for this Thursday. Now, Kristen Welker, we're going to talk about her in a moment. The topics are going to be COVID-19, American families, how completely nebulous is that, race in America, uh, of course, Uh, climate change will be... Not sure why we keep talking about climate change, but you know that's that's the one the Democrats want to go ahead and pick up on national security and then leadership. Well, that's going to be interesting to talk about uh, leadership. Okay, so those dueling town halls, those were disaster. You saw the media bias, absolutely ridiculous. Okay, but at least in all this, at least we're not stuck with Scully. Now, some late breaking news: C-SPAN. Poor Steve. <laughs> Screw Steve. Just, Steve, Steve. You can't lie. Steve, go off yourself, dude. We'll, we'll get you go, if you lie. Go take yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hang yourself in the garage, whatever you got to do, bro. I mean, because you are a disgrace. All right? Shameful. He admitted to lying about his Twitter feed being hacked when he was confronted about a questionable exchange with Trump aide Anthony Scaramucci. The news came on the day of what was supposed to be a career highlight for the 30-year C-SPAN veteran. Scully was to moderate the second debate between Trump and Biden, which was canceled, of course, because Trump would not agree to the virtual uh, format. Well, well, let's just face it, Biden actually ducked out of it. It wasn't Trump. Trump doesn't want to do it virtually. He wants it done in person the way every presidential debate should be. Trump had criticized him as a quote-unquote never-Trumper. Scully tweeted at Scaramucci, should I respond to Trump? Okay, I don't know if that's inside-outside, if he had a few glasses of wine, or what really what was happening, but this guy is literally out of his mind. And then Scaramucci replies back, you know how much Anthony, what he, he lasts four or five days. Scaramucci uh, basically you know, told him you know, to ignore him altogether. And then he didn't realize that that was an outside conversation. He thought that was taking place, I guess, in the messenger function right, of Twitter. Messaging, yeah. And so... Uh, what ended up happening in all of that is he blamed it on the fact that his account had been hacked about a week ago. Just like uh, Anthony Weiner's Twitter account had been hacked, right? Exactly. <clears throat> so Don't Scully, lie, folks. Scully said there were both errors in judgment for which I'm totally responsible for, and I apologize. Okay, well, he should be done. He should go retire or whatever he needs to do. But that guy needs to be completely removed from any other contention for any other national coverage. I don't think he should be allowed to work in journalism again after that. Making a claim that you were hacked. And what's the worst part about this is the fact that the ridiculous FBI decided to go ahead and investigate that he was, that he was hacked Oy. instead of challenge him mm-hmm. and ask him questions. Because any time, and this is why you need to know that the FBI is the deep state and they are corrupt. We're we're talking about the FBI just like we were four years ago. You recall the FBI. If it wasn't for the good guys in the FBI basically being able to turn out those emails and push back against Hillary Clinton, we would have had a four-year disastrous turn of events with Hillary Clinton is what we would have had. Okay? So so here's what we get uh, this Thursday. Welker. She's a White House correspondent at NBC News since 2011. She worked as a news reporter in Rhode Island. Her mother, 
prominent real estate broker in Philadelphia and father, a consulting engineer, have donated tens of thousands of dollars to Democratic candidates and close to $20,000 to Barack Hussein Obama himself. There's also an additional $3,300 to Joe, Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. That right there should remove her from doing any of this. And $2,100 for Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential effort. They've donated another $7,300, which has contributed to the Democratic National Committee between 2004 and 2020. In 2012, Welker and her family celebrated Christmas with the Obamas. I'm not making this up. This is your next debate moderator on Thursday. This is what you are going to get, okay? They are literally throwing everything they possibly can at us and at Donald Trump. Your president, my president. So here we go. Donald Trump's trying to line things up so he can go ahead and, and point out. He's going to press them on the Hunter Biden emails. And that's where we're going to pick it up right after the break, because there is a local connection, and it is directly related to the FBI as well. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to mention something, Eddie. Very quickly, very quickly. Do not hijack my show. I'm not going to. Uh, I was listening to Amy Goodman on NPR. She was saying that the coronavirus was increasing everywhere Trump was going on campaign. Okay, thank you, Caleb. I appreciate the phone call. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yo. Go ahead. Yo. Very quickly. Janice Arnold Jones, why is she running for the third time? There we go. That was a nice dump. You see? I'm going to go ahead and, and, and take care of it. This is what happens every single election, 2018, 2016, 2014, 2012. You suddenly become politically active, and all of a sudden, two weeks, you think you're going to come in and make a difference on the radio show. And it's, I'll tell you what, it's not going to happen. It is not going to happen. If you're going to come in, stay on topic. We'll keep it there. We've got way too much to get through. I'll probably be on until 9, 10 o'clock tonight. And as always, we appreciate you guys listening to our well-prepared radio show, recognized by the Albuquerque Journal's Reader Choice Award as the number one radio show for the last four years and the number one radio personality. That's why we work so hard for you. D. Dowd Muska, well, we've got some fun stuff. We're going to talk about the next New Mexico United. We're going to out Peter Travesiani in the New Mexico United, who went to El Paso, right, to go play in their little game. But they've got $100 million coming their way. And we're going to, I think we're going to prevent that from happening. So I'll tell you how uh, in a moment. Couldn't be worse timing. Meanwhile, the University of New Mexico Lobo football team and Aggie football team, they're on hiatus, might be permanent for the 2020 season. Everywhere else is open, but New Mexico, nope, it is closed for business, closed for entertainment, closed for sports, closed because we're running the test experiment for the Democratic National Committee.